The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terror Guard. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. Day four of our hero's journey began with combat with giant centipedes. Fjorten was taken down with poison, but Peter was able to suck the poison out of the wound. They were able to successfully take a long rest before being ambushed by goblins. They located the first of three Armstrong nuts, and now our journey continues. I was thinking, uh, what if we use this potion speak with plants and a call-out form? Oh, damn. That right there is some creative use of that, and yeah, I'm super into that. Do you want to take some time to search for more of these things then, and do the speak with plants potion? Yeah. I would I would throw the option towards the, the team and uh, call out for the Armstrong. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. That's super You take that one, man. I'm going to take the potion of poop. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a race, huh? <laughs> so it's a race you want <laughs> I just picturing you describing all that and then pulling out the potion and then Jeff just like so it's a race then <laughs> my character is competitive oh my god just like you're doing the thing where like you're you're chugging the potion you know like it's completely vertical pouring into your mouth and you've got one eye go, wide go, open go, staring go, at go, him go. <laughs> just following him with that one eye mm-hmm. <laughs> you get done and you smash the potion jar on the rock of desert floor <laughs> shoot him again it's on <laughs> <laughs> and go <laughs> did you guys ever see that family guy bit where uh they were drinking Epicac. That's classic. Yeah. Oh. I don't wanna. God. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna. <laughs> Just the the part leading up to it. That's uh, that's a nice looking piece of pie that's in there. That's uh, Lois made that pie. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, who wants pie? I think I think oh. I think it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Dad, I'll hurts. have to look at it. Oh, it you're shitting me. No. God. Find it right now. Oh. That's a classic. That's worth <laughs> That's worth pausing for. YouTube Family Guy Ipecac. So I take this potion of speak with plants, um, drink it all down. I imagine the first thing I do is uh, maybe talk to the uh, Armstrong plant I have in my hand. Mm. You take the potion and you drink it up. Drink up that potion. I'm going to have you... Well, first of all, let's talk about what happens here. The, the, um, the very first plant that you talk to is the one that you just uh, ripped a hairy seed off of. Harry Armstrong seed, and uh, and then you drink this potion, and the uh, the plant is like, uh, let's see here. Roll me a roll me a roll me a d twenty. Five. <laughs> <laughs> the plant farts at you. Uh, okay, so you drink this potion, and you lean over to that that plant. What are you gonna say to it? How, do you, how would you start this conversation? Man, that's hard, because I've never really spoken to a plant like this before. I think I would actually possibly try to be persuasive with it. I'm like, wow, you are a unique-looking plant. All right. Um, I'm not going to make you roll just yet, because you haven't like tried to get anything out of it yet, but the plant, uh, the plant's like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I am a unique-looking plant. You're going to spread my seed around? I see you pluck that seed off of me. You're going to spread that seed around for me? Do you do you want me to spread your seed around? Oh, yeah. Pollinate some bitches. Yeah. Let's spread that seed around. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. I, I think I need more. I mean, we're talking about a lot of spreading here. Oh, I can help. Yeah, I can really help with that. Mm, okay, maybe I can't help with it right now, but yeah. Yeah, I see. I got some flowers on my backside here. Check out those flowers. You want to get some pollen off of there? Yeah, get that fucking pollen. Get that pollen, you piece of shit. Uh, uh, Jordan, what's the plant saying? Uh, um, he wants you to touch this flower. Okay, I'll touch it. As Peter is touching the flower, the plant is like, yeah, yeah, get it all over your hands. Yeah, oh, get that. I just get like this disgusted look on my face while he's doing it, not telling Peter what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right, now what do I do? Um, you, you did great. Just a second. All right, we that was that was good. Um, do you think there's any more you guys that need to spread around? It's like, oh man, yeah. You know what? Earlier, the wind was blowing in from the north. Yeah, I could tell. I could tell there was there was some ladies up there. Yeah, they're super into they're super into me. I think you go you go take that pollen over by them. That'd be that'd be sweet. Yeah. I just realized that I really shouldn't have committed to this bit. <laughs> so just so you guys know, and for the audience at home, I'm not a total asshole. Um, there is a potion of speak with plants that I found on the internet, and the the secret notes for the GM are: plants usually have one of two attitudes towards those that cut them and eat them: quiet hatred or resignation. Flowers tend to be optimistic idiots and or sexually graphic. So uh, yeah, I just I, I went with it, and I, I probably I probably shouldn't have. So anyway, you have a sexually graphic conversation with this flower, and uh, and it it directs you uh, 
It directs you north towards where it believes there are more other plants. And then I would uh, lead my team. I'd say, um, we're, we're going north. We're spreading some seed. Almost in a confused attitude, but uh, ready, ready to go about this business. Right on. Um, not only did you have a brilliant idea, but you tolerated me being sexually graphic as a plant. So uh, we're just going to go ahead and say that you find a second seed. How do you, how do you like my stamen? Go ahead. Touch it. <laughs> touch my stamen. Uh, Jeff, I think you're being called over here, man. Um. (laughs) Yeah, yeah? Yeah, uh, touch this, touch this. Touch my stamen. Oh. Yeah, right in the stamen. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, right in the stem. Right there. Yeah, yeah, my Right in the stamen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's my stamen. Perfect. And then I will ask this one the same thing. Okay, we're almost there, guys. We need to spread just a little more seed. Where's the last one? We just need one more stamen. So, regrettably, the potion of speak with plants only lasts for three minutes. I think by the time you walk over here and do all the rubbing you need to do, that potion's probably worn off. So you try calling out to it, and you get no response but the wind. <sighs> but that was an excellent use of the speak with plants potion. I, that's, Great job. That was fantastic. Great job, everyone involved. Which was you. You're just congratulating yourself. No, no, I, th- I like the, I like the role playing participation. Did you like my pervy? That went along with my it. pervy plant. I did. <laughs> it worked well. It went in. Nick didn't have to take the full force because I'm pretty sure he committed fully on that one and felt gross afterwards. <laughs> I really did. So it went oh, <laughs> over. I <again>. never feel <laughs> gross. <laughs> so am I? Just, am I just standing around here with seed on my hand? Yeah, some pollen. You don't have any tissue paper? Yeah, some about. A buddy, a buddy with seed on my hand. No. <laughs> so you, wait. So so Jeff took over for the second one, and what? Like now the plants like yeah, hold hands. <laughs> got the you got that stamen on. You got the stamen, and you got the seed. No, sorry. Why am I making it worse? We can't hear. We can't <laughs> hear them anymore. Me. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you can keep doing it. He's just impotently like yeah, my stamen. Touch it. Oh yeah. Uh, you got stamen on my seed. My pollens. You, you got, got my pollens my all up in you. You guys go find the next plant, and uh, Fjord, or sorry, Jeff and Peter are like, all right, high five, and the plant is like, <laughs> oh, I'm getting it everywhere. <laughs> the pollen is everywhere. It's on your face. When when I was a sampling, when I, when I was a sapling, me and my cousin touched stamens. <laughs> <laughs> I, like sa- I like samplings. That was pretty good. <laughs> Touch stamens. Stamens. All right. There we were, just blown in the wind. <laughs> All right. So uh, as a total, like, off topic from that, I can't remember where I saw this. So there was some, uh, probably somewhere on Reddit, because that's where I see 90% of the things I see. But it was them taking down a pine tree. And when it goes down, like, all of the fucking yellow pollen, like, shoots out of this thing, because the tree goes faster than the pollen. And it's, like, a disgusting, gigantic cloud of tree cum. And it's just uh. like, wow, that's... That's why I can't fucking breathe, you know, during the first half of the year is because this huge yellow cloud of tree come that all of these trees are blown out or half of them, I guess. That's what like it looks like then. That's what I'm always going to think of when I see like the cottonwood trees and the willow trees. Mm hmm. When you see it spread out over your whole neighborhood, gathered together in gutters. <laughs> Those are cum gutters. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
So you have two Armstrong seeds now. What do you want to do? Do you want to search for the last one? Do you want to start heading towards the temple? Which which part of this uh, dual questing do you want to close out? I don't know. I feel like we're. I feel like I need to complete this for some reason. Found we found yeah. two. I feel like we just gotta take care of this and find another one if we can. Bring this to completion. I totally respect that. All right, you've learned a lot about these plants. You are making a concentrated effort to find them. You've found two examples. You got a lot of good things going your way. I'm going to have... Are we spreading out or are we sticking together while we... Oh, do tell. I figured we'd best if spread out. Uh, in this case, unless you feel like there is imminent danger. There's been a lot of danger out here. There has, you're right. My vote All on right. how much danger we've faced is that we stick together. I think we uh, or don't get do any this. farther than thirty feet apart. <laughs> should do this hunting style, and if we want, I can try to turn into a mastiff dog, which has an advantage on perception checks, relying on hearing or a smell, and smell this thing. Well, fucking right. You gonna do that? I'm doing it. You're fucking doing it. All right. So then, with you being the lead nose. Fjordan, I'm gonna have you make a perception roll. Actually, just yeah, let's 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 uh, let's have you throw the perception in there too. Why not? Advantage on a perception roll. Perception plus three. That'll be an eighteen. Eighteen is more than enough. It takes you just a little bit to pick up the scent, but blowing in the wind, you smell a familiar Armstrong nut uh, seed rather smell. And you follow your nose like Toucan Sam to the source of that treasure. And you find da, 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 the third seed that you need. Well, that's a good hound dog. All right. We're back. I was distracted for a moment. Did he turn into a hound dog to find it? He did. A mastiff. I would have suggested like a truffle pig. Ooh. You know what? I was looking for that, but I couldn't find that in a... I, I first typed in pig, even. Oh, did you? Yeah. Somebody was texting me pictures of their smoke, so I was distracted. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I want to... Like, in any other situation, I would assume that's code. Like, oh, yeah. This chick's been sending me pictures of her smoked meat. <laughs> and he sent me a picture of a pork butt. It's been smoking for 12 hours. A guy I used to work with. <laughs> What's the longest you've smoked something for? Eight. Eight? Jerry had some of it. It was that brisket I smoked for the football draft last year. That was really, really good. Yeah, that was good. As you are eating your breakfast for the morning, you see a man. A man that is running towards you. He's ragged and looking pretty crappy. And the second he catches sight of you, he starts yelling, Help me! Help me! You've got to get me out of here! I don't want to do this crap anymore! What would you like to do? Um, uh, what's he wearing? Uh, he's wearing, um, just like a, a sort of raggedy loincloth and nothing else. I guess if he's running towards the temple, and good nature, that's where we're heading. I would uh I would wave my hand and see if I can catch his attention. Maybe not even uh, say anything. Uh, you guys aren't at the temple yet. You're just still in the desert. You're still on your way. Yeah, I want to try to get his attention. All right. Well, he's definitely uh has you as his attention and is running towards you. Do the old hands up. Whoa, 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 whoa! What's going on? 
And I would assume you uh, maybe approach him a little bit, and he says, "Oh, geez, you guys gotta, you gotta get me out of here. I don't want to, I don't want to do this crap anymore. It, it, it's, it's time to go home. This has been fun, but it's, it's, it's time to go home. God, they were gonna kill me. They? The, whoa, whoa, what, what's going on? Who's they? Oh, the, the uh, gr- group that I was a part of. They." Just a, it's just a totally normal group of people that I was hanging out with, and they, uh, things. Let's just say things went south, and it's 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 time for me to head home. Are you guys? Uh, where are you guys going? Are you guys going back? Are you guys guys going back north here, or uh, what's what's your deal? Maybe we should uh, tag in Stuart, Stuart Soup for this one to help us uh, cult talk. Tag it in, Stu. Yeah, I think we just call on Stu over. Stu, Stu, get on over here. Stu was kind of behind the wagon from uh, where this was happening. He was leaning down by the, the cook fire and was preparing you guys breakfast and is cleaning up a little afterwards now. And as Stu stands up and starts walking over towards this guy, the the guy goes, Stu? Stu, is that you? Are... Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You're bringing me back? No, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And Stuart, like, calms this guy down and explains like that he left ages ago and he was just coming back for his wife and through some casual conversation and and learning and whatnot you learn that this is a gentleman named jensen a uh half elven guy that apparently stewart knew from back in his cult days and stewart's like well what's uh you know happening and the guy's like well uh they they were gonna kill me. They were they were gonna sacrifice me. Uh, they they couldn't uh, they couldn't find anybody else to sacrifice. So I, I guess I, I guess I without even knowing it drew the short straw and uh, well, I I got out of there and and now I'm I'm here obviously and uh, whew, man am I I'm glad to not be dead. Uh, yeah, it sucked to be dead. <laughs> so they say. Who or what were they gonna sacrifice you to? I don't know. It's something about this, the lich, you know, and they were going to suck out my soul for him or something. I, d- I don't know. I, they didn't really fill me in on the details, I guess. I just, I know we've been trying to get somebody to, to come in and, and be the person that we sacrificed. And when we couldn't get anybody, then then I, I, it was me, I guess. Um, why? Like, do you have like a particularly juicy soul or something like that? I think I just kind of drew the short straw. I mean, I was never really into the cult thing to begin with. I just, I was just kind of there for the orgies, and well, I used to be for the food. Stewart here is a, is a great cook, but since he left, the culinary experience has certainly diminished. But you know, the orgies were still great. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you need any pants or anything? It's like, well, I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if you guys have anything, that'd be great. Pants and we maybe don't a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we don't just asking if you'd like them good okay uh cool so what is uh Stuart's wife name again um are you i guess i don't know if he's actually said it to you guys out loud so I let's just say so. you ask right now and he says uh, oh uh, it's bullion uh we, we all call her boo boo <laughs> bullion boo um i'd give it i'd even just straight up ask is is boo still there uh, this guy says, oh, yeah, yeah, she's she's definitely still there. Oh, you remember Boo, huh? All right. She's, she's pretty unforgettable. All right, well, I mean, that's that's a good... Uh, what way is the temple? Well, it's it's pretty much just straight straight back that way. I've just been kind of running in a straight line all night. Uh, so, yeah, just... You guys just 
you can go on that way, I guess, and I'll not. And uh, yeah, that's that's where you'll find it. Are you you, you guys are gonna go there? Because I, I think if you go, they're gonna try and to take one of your souls. No, they won't. They won't try, or they? I'm not sure what you mean. Is that they're not gonna get our souls? Oh, okay, cool. Pretty awesome stuff. So, and we have a plan. That's pretty good. Good, good. You have a plan, huh? What's what's your plan? Uh, that's that's Stu's department. Stu's Stu's plan. <laughs> Stu has a plan. Cool. Stu does have a plan. He did. He told us his plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's that's great. I'm really, really happy for you guys. I'd ask where is he heading. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna head back home. Uh, you know, I I guess my my mom and my dad are still in town probably, so I can go maybe stay with them until I get back on my feet. But uh, and where's home for you? I was actually gonna ask you guys to come up with a town name. Um, how about Garfokio? Garfokio. It's a silly place. So Jensen says, uh, I, uh, I was born and raised in Garfokio, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna head back there. It's a it's a weird town, but you know it's it's better than being murdered by a cult. Um, uh, how far away is it to Garfokio? So it's it's a probably probably about three days from here if I walk. He's guessing. What's he What's he do in Garfokio? What did he do? What does his family do? Uh, I don't know. What did he do? Uh, what What uh, What would a, What would a common profession be in Garfokio? Drawing comics. Drawing comics. Ar- artists. The artist. He's an artist. Garfokio is a town of artists. Yeah, I think it'd be a creative town in general. All they draw in Garfokio is orange cats. That's all they can draw. They're cursed. <laughs> Except for on Mondays. Oh, that's good. So the cursed town of Garfokio, where everyone is cursed to draw orange cats all the time, except on Mondays. And the only thing anyone in town knows how to prepare for food is lasagna. That's kind of like anti-Garfield, if Mondays are the best day and no one wants to eat lasagna. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right. I wonder if they know better or they just feel like it's like the greatest thing ever. I don't know. We'd have to go there and find out. You'd have to, you'll have to go to Garfokio. Which says a lot about this cult if he wants to go back to that life. Yeah. I mean, that's why he left. Because not much of a life uh, for uh, somebody who doesn't care for drawing orange cats or lasagna. Well, I'm going to do this guy. Try to get in good graces just in case we ever go there and meet up with the game. Um, I'll cast a little long strider on him to help hurry his way at least for an hour or so. Get away. Oh, quickly from this place. Popping out the long strider. You do so and uh, explain to him what it does. And he says, well, that's awesome. I, I, I'm, I'm really grateful. Thank you. I d- not necessarily in a hurry to get back to Garfokio, but I, now I can be. This is this is wonderful. Well, I figured you would get uh, farther away from here. And sorry, we didn't have any pants. Yeah, cool. Cool, <laughs> cool. I, I was really weird that you brought the pants thing up when you didn't have any, but I I'm glad you know now that I wanted pants. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I guess I, I, I've only got an hour on this spell, so I'm going to take off. My function as a plot device is pretty much satisfied. And unless anyone has anything more to say to Jensen of Garfokio, well, they will be on their way. Thanks, Jensen. Good luck, man. Good luck, Jensen. Gives you a thumbs up and starts on his long, stridey way. 
I would ask him, oh, before you head off, do you have one of those official, uh, you know, necklaces I keep hearing about? Uh, he, like, squeals to a halt, you know, a little cloud of dust comes up because he's been long striding, and he turns around, and he just kind of gestures at his only wearing a loincloth body, and is like, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right, later, man. Good. Did you check your pockets? <laughs> My meat pocket? <laughs> the only pocket you have? Have you checked your butt? Did you look in your prison wallet? <laughs> he says, no, that's that's been pretty thoroughly inspected. It's not. There's nothing in there. All right. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Jensen. Gives you guys the thumbs up and then uh, starts scooting on off into the distance in a long, stridey kind of way. Well, all right. You guys now know the general direction and approximate distance to the temple. You've got about another day's worth of travel out here in the open desert. Is there anything else that you wanted to do before approaching the temple? I think we should just kind of review our plan real quick. Do we have a plan? Yeah, Stu, Stu kind of had a plan. Stu had a plan of some sort. Yeah, Stu had a plan. Is Stu's plan our plan? I suppose. Unless we come up with a better. How about we smash things with a hammer? Could. I think uh, Jeff can go ahead and smash things. I'm going to oil myself up real quick and make sure I'm ready for anything that, you know, happens during the events. I don't know what it's going to be, but always got to be prepared. You're going to oil yourself up? Yep. Could be an orgy. I have to encounter. I don't know. I'm prepared. I got to be prepared for anything. Could be people trying to grab you, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah, I got you. That's that's fair. fair. You're never going to catch me. I'm Fjordan. That would be amazing if that was your new battle strategy. Is that our plan? We're all going to get naked and grease up? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hard to hold your hammer. <laughs> Which hammer? <laughs> oh. Maybe that's not our plan. All right. Um, all right. Anybody else? New plans. Stuart's plan basically was just get there, find her, and bring her back. So his plan wasn't super detailed. I mean, who knows? Sometimes simple plans are the best plans, and maybe that's all the plan you need. But he didn't have much to go on other than that. Were we planning right. just to get uh, Stuart's wife? Or are we trying to take this cult down? I think we should establish that. I don't know. Stu, is this like a bad cult, would you say? A thoughtful look crosses over his furrowed brow, and he says, Well, I always knew that there was something to do with some lich. I mean, I never really got into it myself, but I didn't know that there was any killing people over this lich. I mean, we never saw the lich or anything. It was just sort of like, hey, you know, this, the priest and priestess kind of got some powers or something, and we just oh, we kind of focused on other things. So you're saying nobody was sacrificed while you were there that you know of? Oh, no, man. I wouldn't have stood for that. That, uh, I mean, I don't know if I would have been able to stop them or anything, but I, I certainly wouldn't have participated in, in killing anybody. I mean, I just, I just love cooking. Well, I don't know, guys. I guess we kind of wing it. Yeah, I mean, I guess objective one would be to uh, just get wife and head on out. Cloak ourselves up. We got our symbols and such. I figured maybe disguise. If it comes down to it, maybe some malicious deed that one of us feels, you know, goes a little bit too far, we, uh, we take down a cult. All right.
hello, VGAT fans. Thanks for being here. I'll tell you what, it's been a long journey to this temple, and what a crazy journey full of combat and surprisingly few shenanigans. We'll see where they take it from here, though. It's bound to get weird. Friends, we here at VGAT are super grateful for all of the love, kindness, downloads, follows, reviews, and patronage we've received. As you know, we couldn't possibly say thank you enough. So today I'm going to ask all of you to tell us how we can thank you. Putting out episodes and occasional artwork is our main goal, but if there's anything else you'd like to see or hear or whatever from us, let us know. The best ways to find us are on Twitter with at VGA Team, or you can find us on Facebook. Links to those two things, plus a straight-up contact form, are available on our website, thevgat.com, T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. So if you have suggestions or comments or whatever, feel free to send them on over to us. And if not, eh, we'll just keep on doing what we're doing. Other than that, we don't have a lot of news right now. We're really excited to get back into recording in person again, and hopefully that's allowed soon. We also are really happy that we've been able to continue putting out episodes for you so we can keep the entertainment rolling while the world burns. It's sort of like the orchestra playing on the deck of the Titanic while it sank, but it's chaos and fire and all we're really doing is farting and making fart jokes. But, you know, I think otherwise you can see how it's com almost completely the same. And, well, friends, that's all the distraction I've got to provide for you today. Uh, let's get back into the action. So Jensen has fled in the other direction. You got about a day's worth of travel. It sounds like you guys start moving and start talking about a plan. You uh, you have, uh, I would say, less of a plan and more of an objective, but that's always a good place to start. Sounds about right. After several hours of travel and with a little bit of uh, you know your guidance from, from Jensen, you eventually see a shape in the distance. You get close enough and you can see that a massive temple stands in the desert before you. It is a gigantic stone edifice. A ramp leads up into the building under a stone protrusion. The building looks like almost like an abstract of a, like a half-buried head of some bird or beast that you couldn't be sure of what exactly. Light pours out from the entrance as a red glow. Dusk is beginning to settle in and the temple feels very much occupied. From this distance, you can't hear anything, but you can definitely tell somebody's home. And Stuart sort of solemnly nods towards it and says, That's the place. I got this swanky picture I just put up on the on the thing for you. That is swanky. Isn't that swanky? God, I wish I could remember where I found this, but it's a super badass picture. It's like a Sith temple. So there you are. Let's say you guys are still a couple hundred feet away from the thing. Uh, it's uh, sun's getting real low, big man. What would you guys like to do? Well, I mean, I'm not tired or anything. I don't feel. Um, if we wanted to head in, I'd be okay with that. Put on my my necklace, make sure it's all official looking. Officially official. Peter, what do you want to do? I don't know. I'm going to follow Fjorten's lead. Okay. And Jeff? Uh, yeah, following Fjorten sounds good to me. Yeah. So, how does uh, Stuart feel about going in with us? What do you want to do? Do you want to try and convince him to go in with you, or 
if he's up to it, I, I think it would be really valuable to have him kind of head with us so we know like what we're looking at, where we're going kind of thing. Go to our directive quickly. And if he's unsure, we could try to do a little pass without a trace and he can lead us that way. Uh, Stewart says, well, I mean, I didn't really leave on bad terms, I guess. I just kind of took off. So, yeah, I mean, sure, I, I can I can come on in there. And I don't know what uh, what the deal with Boo is, but we'll, I guess we'll find out together, huh, friends? Friends, right? Yep. Yeah, friend. Cool. All right. You guys walk your way on up to the temple. Uh, you... Slide your way uh, up this nice and smooth stone ramp, and you find yourselves in a rather large room. You see in front of you a handful of cultists, and in particular one that's in a little bit more fancy dress than the rest. Uh, It is a youngish-looking woman, a human woman, and she sees you all approach. The high priestess that is in the center of the room strides forward, and she says, Well, 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 Stuart. It appears that you have come crawling back to us and brought some friends. And Stuart says, Uh, no, just, just kind of here to get Boo. She sent me a letter that says she needed, she wanted me to come and get her. So just here to, just here to pick her up. That's it. And the priestess says, Yeah, she's upstairs busy right now, so I'm thinking if you're not here to rejoin us, then maybe you should probably leave. And Stuart says, No, I I got a letter right here. It says she she wants to leave, so I'd I'd like to I'd like to see her. And at that the priestess steps forward a couple more steps and picking up on the attention in the room. Some of the other folks start coming a little bit closer. Other folks that you see in the room. I think I try to intervene at this point, kind of show my uh, my little C as like a, a press badge. I'm like, hey, 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 uh, I belong here. Um, uh, so yeah, we're just wanting, you know, just see Boo here. Um, I I don't see what the problem is. What's going on? She squints and she looks and she says, uh, "Where did you get that?" What? What do you mean? I mean, you know, go, um, go see. We're we're all sea fans here. Big big fans of the sea. Big big fans of the sea. Big old sea fans. So, um, big big old sea fans, and you know, I mean, when we, you know. What's a pirate's favorite letter? Yar. Oh, you'd think so, but it's the sea. I see what you did there. <laughs> Can we cut that off? No. Nope, that stays. Everyone needs to know how terrible my sense of humor is. Fjortan, I'm going to have you make a... I'll let you choose. Do you want to do deception or performance to convince the high priestess of your intentions and your your, uh, verifiable seeness? That's zero and zero, so we'll just go for a deception. And that will be a six. Uh, a six. Ooh, with a six, you are you're not terribly convincing. And the priestess kind of eyeballs you and says, Well, what, what, what chapter of uh, Chuck's cult are you from? I just kind of say to myself, Chuck's... Oh, Chuck. Chuck's cult. Yeah, right. Um, you know, um... 
beta alpha truck. You know, I mean, it's a, it's not a, a local chapter. So. Did I ever tell you guys that in Milwaukee there used to be a a punk rock frat house called Fata Beta Potato? <laughs> no, it's pretty good though. They had a lot of shows there. So the uh, priestess is um, not terribly not terribly convinced with your performance, and I believe. I believe you're picking up on the fact that this is this is not going super well for you. It's not, no. She takes another step forward, and the other culty folks that you see in the background, and you can see they've all got their fancy C emblems on, and uh, she steps forward and she says, I think it's time for all of you to leave now. I think we'll decide when it's time for us to leave. Oh ho, really? And what gives you the authority to say that you can stay? You see this big fucking hammer? <laughs> she says, I do see your big hammer. Well, did I, did I pick up something there? We would like uh, Stu's wife, please. Then there's nothing to worry about for anybody. Nobody's brains will be on the floor. Sable, um, just, uh, are you, are you interested in seeing my friend Jeff's uh, big hammer? <laughs> oh, we're going to go a different direction of this year. Okay. Um let's see here. Why don't you uh why don't you roll me a little bit of a I don't know, something charisma based. Um, what am I What am I thinking of here? What's a good roll for this? Either straight up charisma or performance persuasion. Yeah, you know, any of those will work for me. Whatever whatever you can do the best in. Do a little performance and see what happens. Oh, they added some color to the Roll20 uh, character sheet. That's that's fancy. Okay, so with a 10, uh, I'm going to go back to the, uh, the, the fate mechanic that I enjoy so much. I'm going to ask you, Peter, with a 10, do you succeed at a cost or fail at an advantage and as a reminder that's something i'm stealing from a different game system and you can basically say like you're you're trying to well you're trying to seduce high priestess sable with jeff (laughs) and either she's interested but something else bad happens or she's not interested but something good happens i guess i'll go with i guess i'll go if she's she is interested but something bad happens Okay, uh, Jeff, what bad thing happens? And it doesn't have to be terrible, it's just, like, it's it's kind of like the cost of success here. In what context? Like, like is she into me? You can tell that uh, Peter's suggestion is, like, it's it's caught her interest, and she's kind of looking you up and down. This is a great big temple, right? It's huge. She, it, 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 it succeeds, but she wants to peg you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a bird shits on uh, Peter's head. <laughs> oh, Peter. <laughs> it's, well, speaking of that, like, uh, who's got the who's got the plot point? Yeah. I honestly, I can't even remember because I don't think we've used it. It keeps getting forgotten about. Yeah, it was Jerry last time. Yep, and I forgot it. Ah. Uh. Let me pull up my notes here. Uh, the plot point for this recording session goes to Sam, by the way. As a quick, uh, as a quick recap, we didn't use it the first session. Uh, in the second session, Sam got to use it to make Farty the dog, uh, which he left with his mom. We had poisonous snakes being added to the ward combat by Jerry. 
Josh made whale wolves with it. Uh, Jerry made the clockwork butt plug. Uh, Sam brought up gravy melons. We had three full sessions where it didn't get used. Josh used it to great effect to get a wizard in the bar uh, that looked like Radagast. Uh, it didn't get used by Jerry. Sam used it to hurry up the wagon for Stu, and then we've forgotten it the last two times. I would like to... Well, actually, it depends on what the, the negative is for this. I think I got something. Um, did we decide? Is it... Is it uh... Like, how bad does it have to be? Can it be something as simple as, like, I stubbed my toe or a bird shits on Peter's head? I think we're going with the bird shits on Peter. Not on his head. <laughs> we're going to say that the, the bird shits... Uh, the bird shits on Peter's coat like like right where like a lapel you know or badge would be a bird just takes a quick dump on him right there and you're gonna get a a minus one to any further charisma rolls oh no (laughs) until you until you take the time to clean it off oh man that is pretty good all right so high priestess sable is into it and uh fjorten you've got a suggestion for a plot point usage well, actually, we'll we'll keep on we'll keep on okay. going with this. Okay. Just remember that you've got it. I it's one of the things that makes me really excited to record in person again for a variety of reasons. But I'm really excited to record in person again because I really do think we need to make like or have like a trophy or a big sculpture or statue so that it's like a huge fucking physically obvious thing. You know what I need to do? I need to go back to the Axeman store. If anybody is not from the Minneapolis area and you're not familiar with Axeman, it's the store where like everything that's ever fallen off the back of a truck seems to go. And I remember the last or one of the last times I was there many years ago, they had two big, those big like cardboard bins, like the round drum sort of things. You know what I'm talking about? Mm hmm. They had one that was full of trophy parts and it was right next to one filled with uh, baby doll parts. That's unsettling. Yes. So maybe I'll, I'll go back to Axeman if they're, if they're open uh, during all this chaos and see if I can find a uh, make a baby doll part trophy. That'll be the, the plot point reminder. We'll see. We'll see. Anywho, High Priestess Sable casually takes note of the bird poop that just fell onto Peter. And she uh, she steps forward. Let's say maybe Stuart steps aside, Fjorten steps aside, and High Priestess Sable comes and stands up next to Jeff, and she says, Well, I definitely think there's some things around here that could use hammering. Uh, <laughs> seems like you're a fully-fledged cult member, and she, like, flicks the uh, the little C, you know, the imitation C icon that you've got. She says, what do you say? You want to change chapters? Change chapters? She says, yeah. Ditch wherever you're from and uh, join us here. We have a very good time. We can have a good time without joining. Uh, how would she react to that? She says, well, maybe. I don't know. It's really awkward to flirt with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not... <laughs> Uh, so let's just say, what is she going to say here? Um, hmm. She's going to say to all of you, um, well, they're working on something upstairs right now. And, uh, Stuart, I'm afraid your wife is busy during that. But maybe you could hang around for a little while and and we can all, uh, hang out until that's done. Well, what's she busy with? Why can't she? Come on now. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> come on. Make a, <laughs> come on. Make a come on now roll. <laughs> come, on. come on now. Roll for a come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Let's, uh... <laughs> Uh, so do you want to, I'll give you the chance to make a roll on this. Do you want to try and like persuade? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. Let's, uh, let's see, let's see a little persuasion roll. 17. Oh, 17 is pretty good. And she's definitely, uh, not full on ensorcelled by you, but, uh, we'll say Goliath curious. And, uh, and she says, well, I don't know if it's happened in your chapter yet, but have you been asked to procure a soul yet no he says well we have had the honor we tried really hard to find someone and we couldn't and we were going to use one of our own members and he took off so we picked another and uh well they're upstairs right now going through the ritual to uh extract a soul for our glorious leader well what do you do with the soul and how do you extract it well, there's a ritual, and uh, we were given a vessel to put the soul into, and once it's extracted, we, uh, uh, we're, well, I, I'm honestly not sure what happens from there. I, maybe they send someone to pick it up, I, I don't know, but uh, once we get the soul into the, the vessel, then our part's done. So you just grab souls without, uh, like, worrying about the repercussions? Well, I mean... <laughs> What's the point of being in a cult if you're worried about repercussions, am I right? Uh, <laughs> I, I suppose. She says, you know what I'm talking about. And she, like, runs a finger down your uh, down your chest. She says, come on, let's all get comfortable for a little while while that happens upstairs. And she starts walking away from you towards the center of this big old room. All right. What y'all want to do? I'm getting frustrated with this lady. I'm telling my compatriots as she walks away in hushed tones. Maybe not all the way to rage, but definitely on the way to upset. Right. I'll just whisper back. I'm like, hey, we're getting upstairs. Yeah, I guess. As we look around, like, how threatening do these people look? I'll have you roll me a little insight to find out. 16. 16's a pretty good number. There are a grand total, which I suppose we probably should have described this a little better earlier on, a grand total of five cultists that are here on the apparent first floor of this temple that are all fairly closely gathered around you. There is the Snake, Jericho, Brock, and Hacksaw, who all seem eh, maybe a little lower level, maybe not quite as challenging. And then High Priestess Sable that uh, seems a little more dangerous, all the way up to probably a little dangerous. Maybe I'll, I'll whisper to Jeff, I'm like, hey, we need to figure out how to get rid of this Sable lady. I pat my hammer and raise an eyebrow. Um... I'm going to shake him off. I'm going to give him the no signal. <laughs> That's not the pitch you want? Nope. Well, uh, Fjordton, by the way, what are you doing throughout all this? Um, think how my last uh, plan of action of talking didn't go so well. I'm kind of going around, along with the crowd. Got us in, but it's really not uh, expected. Okay, okay. Here's a tweet. <gasps> Congratulations to the astronaut that left the Earth today. Good choice. <laughs> if you could go move to space right now would you move to space yep uh do i get the internet yeah i think you could you get internet access but it's like 10 years ago slow like 56k some dial up 
Reddit in text-only mode. Okay, so here's what's in this picture. Picture Garfield. He's got cum gutters. <laughs> I do want to visit space, though. What are you going to do in space? What wouldn't I do in space? Everything's legal in space. <laughs> See if you could think that'd... blow yourself to the other side of the room with a load. I'd be surprised if that's not the first thing someone did. I bet that's like what they're doing up there right now. I bet the two astronauts are J.O. bros who just went really far in life. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to charge our crystal like no one's charged them before. They're just fucking tank operator up there. <laughs> Space operator. Uh, Houston, this is my hand. Prepare for liftoff. Houston, we each have firm grasp on the joysticks. Commencing operation. I'm pimping Jeff out. It's true. And on that note, Jeff has the plot point. It does click one more over since it wasn't even used last time. Again. Oh, man. It's hard to use it sometimes. Yeah, you know that's what, I mean? what I've been finding. It's good that it's right there. Did we use it last time? Nope. I was going to, and then it kind of derailed at the end there, so... Yeah. 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 So the High Priestess Sable is uh, is leading you guys deeper into this rather large temple area, and uh, you see that the uh, couple of acolytes that are hanging about kind of give you guys a a wide berth and she's directing you back into this area that's to the northwest it looks like a a sort of like a a large square um, bed slash seating area you might say and she's kind of gesturing for you all to follow her back there well at least Jeff what would you like to do I'm gonna follow her (laughs) I would also follow that's a follow, that's a follow. Peter? I mean, do I have a choice? <laughs> you do. You're not, like, you know, at bow point or anything. So, are there people behind us? Uh, not at this point, no. So I could maybe, like, sneak off and maybe nobody would notice? You could definitely give that a shot. You want to do that? Let's try it. Let's see what happens. Fucking hey. Give me a, give me a little, uh, little stealth roll. Let's see just how stealthy you are. Ten. A ten is not super stealthy. Uh, Each of these people has at least a passive wisdom score higher than that, so... uh, What are you going to try and do? Uh, I was going to just try to... Let's say we're walking past a door. I was going to try to just quickly open a door and walk inside. Alright, so... You got roll 20 open, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so this big temple area here, um, there's not really a, I guess, a door per se, but there are these corridors going off to the sides. And uh, as you you kind of try and, like, make your way off to the side of one of the corridor, and, uh, like, it's a subtle gesture, but let's say this, this guy over here, this acolyte named Hacksaw, it just kind of, like, scoots in front of you. Like, there's no real, you know, meaningful look and or scolding or anything else like that, but they see that you're going off somewhere secret, and they just kind of, like, make it known that you're you're not hidden. Gotcha. Okay. Well, then I'm following. 
All right. You scoot along with the group, and uh, Stuart is hesitantly following, but is definitely uh, coming along behind you. And uh, the the priest lady leads you over to this. I'm not really sure what you would call that, like a a, a flat, big thing that you would sit on, you know. But it's got a, a cushion laid out, uh, and she's like, "Here, have a seat. Let's talk." Do you want to sit? Um, I would actually like to know, did any of us see Peter kind of stay behind and do his trick, or was that, that was under his own discretion, right? Yeah, he was acting on his own. I would suspect he did not notify you, although I'm open to interpretation there. No, I I figured uh, as such, I just wanted to make sure on that. Then I would go ahead and sit, um, probably on the opposite side of Jeff and, uh, the high priestess Sable here. Oh man, I just realized, I think I've been describing this, what I thought was like a bed thing, is just like a fucking pillar. (laughs) Oops. It's now a bed. (laughs) Let's just say it's kind of right where you guys are. The pillar? Uh, The pillar is just to the north of you, and there's a a big seating area a little south of that. They just have OEG beds just laying down everywhere, so you can just go lay down if you need to. That's what that is. I mean, whenever the mood strikes you, you know? Mm -hmm. You're like... Do you want to go to the OG bed and convene? I mean, we had a, v- a meeting in like 15 minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> this isn't going to take me more than two minutes. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, so you guys are all there, and the the priestess waits for you guys to sit down and then sits herself and uh, kind of gives a, a look to some of the other acolytes that are milling about, and they stay nearby but keep a respectful distance from, from you guys in your conversation. And High Priestess Sable says to you, Jeff, so, uh, what would it take to to get you out of your cell and into our cell? I don't know. I'm pretty, uh, pretty locked in. (laughs) I got a, I got a membership agreement and everything. It's kind of a, it's kind of a problem. Can't give me a free bottle of water. (laughs) (laughs) She says, well... You know, this uh, this occurrence of us having to gather this soul, I mean, really it's been the first time we've had that honor, but, you know, I would expect that because we're going to do such a great job of it that we'll probably, we'll probably be asked to do this on a more regular basis. We certainly could use some more help recruiting and, you know, finding people to have their souls sucked out of them and whatnot. So, you know, I, I, I really feel like we've got a lot to offer here. Well, I, I can find people to get their souls sucked out. <laughs> she says, really? I mean, that's exactly what we're looking for in a candidate right now, is someone who can uh, find other people to get their souls sucked out of them. I mean, it was the biggest struggle that we had. We, Well, you probably remember Jensen, right? And yeah. you do. Uh, yeah. You met Jensen on the road and everything. She says, well, you know, Jensen was going to be the sacrifice, and he was going to have the great honor of giving up his soul for Chad. But, you know... That didn't work out so well. So what we did end up doing instead was, uh, well, we went with, uh, we went with Morden. Um, you probably remember Morden. Uh, she was okay in the orgies, you know, just never really had a, wasn't really, you know, big on the participation thing. Um, kind of ate a lot of, 
eat a lot more food than was, you know, maybe her share and whatnot. So not really a, what we would call a contributor, not who we're really looking forward to, you know, to move forward with. So you, on the other hand, with your, uh, you know, your recruiting skills and other assets, um, I really, really feel like you're, you're, you're missing out on a great opportunity to be here. And, you know, Stuart, you, you're always welcome back. Your cooking is sorely missed. Stuart kind of like just looks off to the side and is trying not to engage. Around this time, on the stairs from up above you, you see, uh, or sorry, on this sort of, you can see there's some stair stairs that go up to your east, and at the top of those stairs, you see an individual kind of pop around the staircase from the upper level and says, Hi, Priestess, you're needed upstairs. Oh, oh, I didn't. We have company? And she says, Yeah. Give me just a second. I'll 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 be right up. And they're like, okay. And they kind of pop back up the stairs. I suppose I didn't really need to put them on the map for that <laughs> tiny little interaction. Anyway, uh, so they pop back up the stairs and she says, okay, well, so we've got some ritual work to do. Um, why don't you guys hang out here and I'll be back in a little while. Uh, first time. First time with the ritual, not really sure how long it's going to take, but you guys hang out, um, and we'll be back with you in just a little while. And with that, she stands up and uh, starts walking away from you. So we have all these other guards just hanging around, huh? Yeah, and they're just sort of milling about the room. Jericho, the snake, Brock, and Hacksaw are uh, keeping their distance, but definitely staying like on the side of the room that you guys are on, we'll say. So I think I'm going to stand up from the table here, slowly just walk around like I'm looking at the room and sit by um, Peter here, and then I'm going to say, hey, Peter, how do you want to go snooping around? (laughs) (laughs) Peter Park. (laughs) Um, I'm like, yeah, but I tried and I got caught. Something like that might happen. Uh, I got this spell. Uh, pass without, uh, pass without a trace. Just using that once. Campaign 2, episode 25, Plant Conversation Regret, was released on June 7th, 2020. Please join us again next week for more regrettable decisions on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! Um, I guess the, I guess I, all I can do is maybe give you guys a link to the post... And uh, this is this is where we're gonna start. This is what we're gonna do. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you the link. Just click it right away. 
Don't look at anything. Just go directly to it. It's blurry. Oh my goodness, it's blurry. Oh wait, here we go. I just had to. Oh, oh. my god. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Who thinks of this? Somebody paid to have that made. <laughs> Why though? I don't know. 